Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this podcast, we welcome you to another episode of the Genius Cast. I'm Jameson, I'm the genius, talking week nine, that's right, we're on the Monday Night Football, we have the New England Patriots and New York Jets, lousy football game in terms of fantasy production in tonight's game, if you're a fan of New England, fan of the Jets, you're likely in uh, looking at the game, but outside of fans, I'm guessing the game has a whole lot of not much interest for the most part, on a, on a Monday night, again another primetime game with a kind of a lousy matchup. But we got to talk about we got to talk about what's going to happen in tonight's game. We're also going to look back on what happened over the weekend with Week Nine. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and jump right on to today's podcast. Before, but before we do that, a little housekeeping to keep track of. If you've not done so already, please give us a follow. We are at Fan Sports Genius on Twitter, and we are at Fantasy Football underscore Genius underscore on Instagram. And our website is always www.fantasyfootballgenius.com, where winning isn't everything; it's the genius thing. Some big games over the weekend, starting off on Thursday night where we saw the Green Bay Packers beat the San Francisco 49ers. Monster games out of Aaron Rodgers, monster game out of Devontae Adams, and also out of Richie James for San Francisco. If you did not have Ricky, uh, Richie James in your lineup on that single game slate, you likely did not cash. Big game from the 49ers uh, pass catcher there in, uh, in, in comeback mode against that Packers team. But the Packers did double up the 49ers. They get the job done on Thursday evening. We saw the Broncos fall to the Atlanta Falcons. Big games out of uh, Julio Jones had a decent game. Um, Todd Gurley had a decent, decent game. Got, got in the end zone. It's about the only thing they did, but, he, but getting into the end zone is big. Kind of reaches value. Drew, Drew Locke in comeback mode has a decent game, but in terms of his production on the field, not much to talk about for the last, really until the last quarter, quarter and a half. Um, just like the week four, uh, Drew Locke looked lost heading into that final, really the final quarter, really, if, if, if you really think about it. And Jerry Judy had his breakout game, seven catches, 125 yards, and a score. But the Falcons get the job done. They beat the Broncos. Where The, the scores actually wasn't as close as the score actually indicated. The Falcons were kind of kind of held the Broncos under control for the entire game outside of the comeback mode where they kind of made it look like it was closer than it really was. We saw the Buffalo Bills finally get a big win against a really good team. Seattle Seahawks fall to the Bills. Monster game out of Josh Allen. 400 yards passing. Three touchdowns, one on the ground. Big game out of uh, Stephon Diggs. Uh, DJ Dallas does get in the end zone for, for Seattle, which he was a popular play. Not much rushing yards, but he did get in the end zone for De- Seattle, which kind of salvaged um, with a lot of people uh, talking about that DJ Dallas. I wasn't super, super high on Dallas heading into the game. I just don't uh, – I mean, obviously we know Seattle is much more of a passing team. And having to play catch-up mode with Bills jumping out to an early lead – we knew it was going to be the Russ, Russ show, but really Russell Wilson didn't really uh, have a great game against his Bills defense. It was kind of surprising. Yes, they put up a lot of points, but the Bills really did kind of uh, have their way against Russell Wilson. Saw a lot of mistakes for the Seattle team. But again, a lot of people were on Tyler Lockett, but it was the DK Metcalf show. So again, I don't think we, we can really trust both players. I think Seattle likes to go one way or the other. I don't know um, if, if we've really seen Lockett and Metcalf have big games together. It's one or the other. Back-to-back big games for Metcalf where Lockett was kind of the understudy between the Two Bills take down the Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. Saw the Tennessee Titans beat the Chicago Bears. Bears offense continues to struggle. Um, yes, Foles didn't have over 300 yards and a couple scores, but the offense really has not looked good the last couple weeks. Starting off five and one, they've kind of looked pretty bad recently. 
even worse than, than, than weeks past. But we also see Allen Robinson continue to, to show that he does not need a good quarterback to get involved. Allen Robinson had a fine game. A.J. Brown, uh, a nice game. We uh, we were very high on Jonu Smith. A lot of people were, especially myself, heading into this game against the Bears defense. It really does kind of give up big plays and big games to opposing tight ends. He finally did get there, but it was kind of looking a little iffy for Jonu Smith. The Titans beat the Bears on Sunday afternoon. Next up, we saw the Ravens bounce back from the loss last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-10. Uh, big second half for Lamar Jackson. Kind of looked mediocre at best in the first half. But the second half, uh, Jackson had a phenomenal second half to put the team over the top. Well, I was expecting a little more out of Marquise Brown. Um, I, I think there are bigger games coming out of him for Hollywood Brown. But I think we, we're, we're seeing that this offense maybe isn't as great or as good as they were last year. We're seeing the kind of team struggle, especially Lamar Jackson yesterday in the first half. Kind of looked really bad. Very mediocre for the first half, but the second half he did show that he is the Lamar Jackson of last year. But again, I think this Ravens offense is not really as dynamic as it was last year, but the defense does still look good. They beat the the Colts 24-10 on Sunday. Next up, a very good game between the Carolina Panthers and Kansas City Chiefs. Big game. um, We saw McCaffrey return back from his injury. Did suffer an injury, so we've got to keep an eye on, 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 on how bad that recent injury is. But they do kind of hang close. Look like they were going to maybe steal the game away from the Chiefs. But the Chiefs do get the job done behind Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, behind Tyreek Hill. The, the usual suspects for the Chiefs. Chiefs get the job done. They win by two over the Panthers on Sunday. Uh, Bridgewater, another big big game out of Bridgewater for the Panthers on Sunday afternoon. Next up, we saw the Vikings dominate the Detroit Lions. Another monster day out of Dalvin Cook. Putting his name in the hat for MVP. 400-plus uh, yards rushing over the last two weeks. I think six touchdowns in those two weeks. Uh, Dalvin Cook is by far the best running back in football right now, and it's not even close. As long as he stays healthy, Dalvin Cook is in for a monster year. As we're seeing last two weeks, 400 yards, total yards rushing, along with those six touchdowns. Dalvin Cook is the man in the backfield of all players in the NFL this year. Vikings get the job done 34-20 to over to the Lions. Next up, we saw the Giants and the Washington football team kind of have a slugfest in the NFC East, one of the worst divisions in football. Giants do get the job done. They get the win despite a really good game from Tyler, uh, Terry, Terry McLaurin. I'm sorry. Um, we saw a brutal injury to Kyle Allen. It looked like the same kind of injury that we saw from Dak Prescott a, 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 a few weeks ago. So Alex Smith does step in over 300 yards and a touchdown. It's nice to see Alex Smith returning to playing on the field after his gruesome injury. So hopefully him all the success and all the, the good luck moving forward. But the Giants do get the job done on Sunday, 23-20 over the Washington football team. Next up, a very tight game between the Texans and the Jaguars. Texans do get the job done. Uh, big game out of De- Deshaun Watson. He continues to play at a phenomenal level. Doesn't matter who the competition is. Doesn't matter uh, what's happening on the team. Texans may be 2-6, but Watson is having a phenomenal uh, 2020 campaign. As is Will Fuller, as is Brandon Cooks. They all are playing very well. Injury to David Johnson something we have to keep an eye on. That it makes maybe Duke Johnson a little more uh, uh, rosterable. He's very very much in play as a, as a waiver wire pickup this week with the uncertainty of David Johnson, but the Texans do get the job done against the Gardner Minshew-less Jaguars as Jake Lutton, 300 yards, catch, 300 yards passing with that one score, but the Texans do get the job done on Sunday. 
Next up, AFC West rivals. Raiders beat the Chargers 31-26. Big game from Herbert. Big game from Keenan Allen. A nice game from the, uh, both ground games for the Raiders and Chargers. We did see Justin Jackson, a player that we were all very high on, especially myself, very high on heading into the game, gets injured on the very first play. So if you had uh, Justin Jackson, your, your day was not very good on Sunday. But the Raiders do get the job done 31-26 on Sunday afternoon. Dallas Cowboys make a game out of it against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They fall to the Steelers 24-19, but they do make it, a game, make it a game. Again, another week where Tony Pollard seems to be a better fit for this offense right now. Ezekiel Elliott does not look good right now. Don't know what's going on. Is it injury? Is it play? What it is? But Tony Pollard was the better running back on Sunday afternoon, which is something, if you would have said that at the beginning of the year, you would have thought they're crazy. But the last few weeks, it's been Tony Pollard over Ezekiel Elliott in terms of play. Gotta wonder if it's getting, uh, if it's because of the line play, because of Dak Prescott. Does Ezekiel Elliott need that? Only time will tell. But right now, I think all Cowboys are not in play. Even though they did look a lot better with the new quarterback, maybe Andy Dalton is not the answer um, with the quarterback there for the Cowboys. The offense did look a little better in this matchup, and Juju Smith-Schuster does get there as well. Six catches, ninety-three yards, and a score. I still think Juju is the number one option in Pittsburgh, uh, followed by Deontay Johnson and then uh, Claypool. But I, I think you can swap Juju and Deontay Johnson. But for, for me, it's Juju, followed by Deontay, followed by Chase Claypool. Steelers continue to be undefeated as they win 24-19 over the Dallas Cowboys. Upset in the making happened. Uh, Dallas, I mean, I'm sorry, Miami Dolphins get the upset at Arizona, 34 to 31. Big game from Kyler Murray, big game from Tua, a battle of the two uh, young quarterbacks. Murray, 280-plus yards passing, three touchdowns, over 100 yards rushing, and another score on the ground. Murray is having a phenomenal year as well. He's obviously in one of the uh, – is also in the MVP candidate uh, discussion. Um, when, when, he leads his, when he leads the team as a rushing – in rushing as a quarterback, you know it's all about Kyler Murray. So if you're a Murray owner, you're loving life right now. But the Cardinals do fall to the Dolphins 34-31. Christian Kirk, big game for Arizona. Uh, we saw an injury to Preston Williams, so hopefully that injury is not too serious. Uh, Mike Jacecki kind of seems to be lost. Um, Someone needs to put him on a, on a milk carton. Don't know what's going on with Mike Jacecki. Would like to see him more involved in his offense. But right now – uh, does not look good for Mike Jacecki's uh, owners. That's just a, a player that we thought would maybe break out this year in 2020. Has not happened, especially as of late. Tua does not seem to look that way. But the Dolphins do get the job done over Arizona on Sunday. And we closed out Sunday evening with the Saints with a total beatdown of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 38-3. to All things were going for New Orleans. Defense, offense, special teams, whatever it was, they dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mr. Tom Brady did not look good in the game. Um, the entire offense looked horrendous. Um, the, the leading receiver, Mike Evans, only four catches, 64 yards. The debut of, of uh, Antonio Brown didn't go as planned. Not much out of Rob Gronkowski, not much out of Chris Godwin. Both running backs kind of struggled in the game. It was all Saints all the time on Sunday evening. Saints put a whooping on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-3. to And we will close Week 9 with a game between the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. Hopefully you don't have anybody playing in this matchup. I don't think there's going to be much offense going in this game. I think this game is going to be a, 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 a snooze fest. A game that if you have something else going on, I don't hate the idea of missing football. Yes, I'm talking about missing football. 
The game looks to be horrendous on paper. Um, I don't like the game. Don't like many players in the matchup. I think both offenses kind of struggle. And if you're playing the single game slate, I think you want to make sure you're getting the best players in your lineup and be different on, with your flex plays. I think the only player that I really think has in, any chance of really a, a, a true amount of success is Cam Newton. So I think Cam Newton might be a 100% captain for me over on DraftKings and an MVP over on FanDuel. I think I might go 100% Cam Newton just because I don't see much offense on either side of the ball and I want to make sure I have the best player in this game and for me it's Cam Newton I think Cam Newton with his legs with his arm with with what the Dolphins are gonna, with the what what the Patriots are going to do I think the Patriots are only going to be able to, to move the ball with Cam Newton maybe maybe we see a, a, a the Patriots get to the low 20s but I don't see the Jets scoring more than 10 points. I think it's they may fall into the single digit points. I think both defenses are in play, obviously, in this matchup. Even the Jets are in play um, with the way the Patriots have played recently. So I don't hate the idea of both defenses in this matchup as well. I don't know how much I wanted the kickers, again, because I don't think there's going to be much offense going into this game. I can see both teams kind of struggling to get it past the 50. I think it's just going to be a very low-key, very low-scoring, horrendous offensive uh, output. On, on Monday Night Football. So I definitely want to make sure I have Cam Newton. I like James White a little bit. I like, uh, at, actually, I like all running backs for, for New England. We just don't know who's going to happen. So maybe if you're going to play multiple lineups, uh, kind of mix and match, uh, using a couple running backs in each one of your lineups, use some James White, use some Rex Burkhead, use some Damian, Damian Harris, and kind of mix and match with those three running backs. If we're looking on the other side of the ball, the Jets, I don't hate the idea of maybe looking at LaMichael, um, uh, uh, Perrine, I think he's a player. Like if, if we're looking at maybe using a contrarian captain, I don't hate the thing. Hate the option of maybe looking at Perrine. Maybe they get up to an, uh, maybe they jump out to a lead and they kind of run the ball with the ground game for the Jets. I don't hate Chris Herndon a little bit as well. Again, we, we got to find players for the Jets who we like. I don't love, but I do like those players. I like Perrine. I like Herndon maybe to get in the end zone. Don't hate the idea of maybe uh, taking a look at Mims. But I'd be very careful on the Jets side of things. If you do want to be super contrarian, maybe you go four Jets and only two New England. But make sure your New England player you're playing is Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is about the only player that I'm not looking to, to fade. I don't, I don't hate the idea of fading anybody, but don't fade Cam Newton. Cam Newton is about the only player that I think has a legit shot of guaranteeing points. And again, this is going to be a very low-scoring game. So we want to make sure we're getting points when we can get them. And I think Cam Newton is going to return those value. I can see Cam Newton maybe scoring a touchdown on the ground, scoring another one through the the air um, to one of his wide receivers and on the, on the Jets side I think I, as I talked about I do like Perrine a little bit I do like uh, Herndon maybe a little bit so those are the two options I'm looking at there I don't know if I like um, uh, Joe Flacco much with Sam Darnold art so with Sam Darnold out we know it's going to be Joe Flacco but again I think the Patriots defense is going to step up but I also do like the Jets defense as well so for me in closing it's I like both defenses the Jets and New England um, I think Cam Newton is the only player I'm going to be locking into my lineup and I'm like and I might lock him in my captain spot um, in all my lineups I play and I don't hate the idea if you're going New England I mean I'm sorry the Jets side of things going Perrine Herndon maybe Mims are the players I'm looking at for uh, the Jets and I don't know how much I'm going to have of the kickers. Usually I do like to put the kickers in there. But again, with a matchup that we don't maybe see a whole lot of offense, I don't know what the kind of the floor for these, these kickers are. And we can't even guarantee field goals with how both offenses are unable to, to move the ball. They've struggled in the last couple of weeks. But again, just knowing that I'm probably going to be way off, probably going to be a high-scoring game. Lots of points is probably what's going to happen because I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So if, if, if you're asking me, I do like the New England and giving the points, and I do like the under in the matchup. 
I don't think I like very much of the uh, prop games, but again, uh, make sure to keep an eye, eye on our on our website. I will have my betting page up for tonight's game. But again, I do like the New England giving the points, and I do like the under in the matchup tonight. I have New England beating the Jets on Monday Night Football to close out Week 9. Hopefully you guys already have the win in hand and you're not relying on anybody in this matchup because as I talked about, this game could be a horrendous game to watch on the old eyeballs with both offenses struggling to move the ball. But again, we're, we've been wrong many times this year. It's been a crazy year, so this is probably going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be low-scoring, but it uh, would not surprise me the way the season's gone where we see a barn burner between these two teams. But it's going to be hard for that to happen. I do like Cam Newton to have a big game. That'll do it for today's podcast. If you've not done so already, please give us a follow. We are at FansportsGenius on Twitter, and we are at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore on Instagram. And our website is always www.FantasyFootballGenius.com, where winning isn't everything. It's the genius thing. If you have not purchased our Mastermind chat, we have weekly, monthly, and full season packages available. If you're on the fence on whether or not it's something you'll be interested in, definitely hit us up on Instagram, hit us on Twitter. More than happy to answer any questions that might help you become part of our Mastermind chat. Weekly, monthly, and full season packages available. Have a great Monday. Be safe out there. Enjoy the game if you're watching. If you need anybody in the matchup, hope you guys get the W. Let's get those W's. Move on to week 10 with a winning streak. Have a great night. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you later this week. Have a great day.